Yo, yo. What it do? We in the building, man. Got AB coming live from abroad. Hey, y'all hey. stay on the move, man. Well, welcome back. Thursday, August 12th. Another episode of Man to Man. But what episode are we on now? Gotta be a pro life. Gotta be like two. Near Got that. It. Yeah, we out there. We out there, man. I'm one half Darius Butler. Got my co-host Antoine Bethea. We're gonna have some special guests <laughs> joining <laughs> us today. Yes, and, uh, sir. It should definitely be fun. Y'all be funny, man. Uh how you how your week going, man? Man, it's going good, man. Um, <clears throat> like you said, out here relaxing in Cabo, man, with a couple of college guys, man. And you know, just chilling, relaxing, man, enjoying this weather. Y'all took y'all y'all took the jet. Y'all took the jet out there. You took your jet out there. I wish. <laughs> I just saw. Uh, I just saw uh, Cancun Airport, and they got a bunch of you know canceled flights. Airport look crazy right now. Man, man. As long as y'all ain't fly Spirit, y'all should be solid though. Yeah, we good. We good. Sure. How your week been? I see the um. I see the girls. They made it back to school. Back to school, man. School has started back up here. Man, I, I was so excited to drop their ass off. Um, <laughs> they was excited to go back, as you know. And as you as the listeners know, they was running circles around me here at uh, Butler Academy. <laughs> they take breaks when they wanted to, or the recess, lunch. So uh, they back, man. Um, you know, everybody, they masked up. They don't like it, but, you know, it's part of it. But um, it's good, man. It's good. They, 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 they happy to be back with all their – you know, classmates and teachers yeah. and all that, man. So I'm, I'm happy for the kids in general. Um, as long as everybody stay healthy, man, we good. That's good. That's yeah. good. Damn, they kick their ass out of a moving car. <laughs> they though, but it's good, man. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah. I was so um. I know you're on vacation, but I was um watching that Malice in the Palace documentary last night, and I know you 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 know you probably remember when it happened. I remember it as well, but. To see the other side and to see, uh, you know, the players, Ron Artest, Steven Jackson, Jermaine O'Neal, mm-hmm. uh, Ben Wallace was on there. Um, Tim, Tim Donahue was actually refing that game, so to hear the different perspectives, that shit was crazy, man. What, what do you remember about, about that? Man, I remember actually watching that game and thinking, like, hey, there's no way in hell this is happening, y'all. <laughs> um... Obviously, you remember, you know, Ron Artest and um, Ben Wallace getting into it. And you see Ron Artest really didn't want those want those problems with Big Ben. Nah. He did not want them At problems. So, I can't blame him. You know, obviously, you know, um, Ron Artest at that point in time, you know, it was documented. You know, I think he had some type of mental problems and, you know, laying on the, um, on the scoreboard and, Somebody threw something and it was down the creek then. Yeah, that man, that 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 shit got hectic. And, and like you said, I remember watching it and watching it live. And it was like, damn, like how, like where, like where is it, how far is this shit gonna go? <laughs> like right. you know what I mean? Because uh, it was something um, I had never seen before for the professional level, as far as because uh, once Ron, like you said, the fight broke out. And um, and what people don't know, what was this is a part of the doc too. I know you're gonna watch it, but um, Ben Wallace had lost his brother, um, mm. kind of close to around that time, right before that time, and they had already had some chippiness the previous year in the playoffs. Um, and the Pacers, you know, and the Pistons, they were both very very good teams at this time. But uh, it was Detroit rowdy rowdy environment, and so they got into it. And like you said, uh, Artez went and laid down, and then the fans threw the cup, threw the cup of beer. And it was all she wrote. Yeah, Artez shot up in them stands. Steven Jackson followed. And, and it, was, it was crazy. Cats was throwing chairs. But when they actually went frame by frame, and you saw, um, you know, the fans were, you know, that's what took shit to another. That dude don't throw that cup. Like, none of this happens. You know, the right. players, the dust up, that, that that's part of, you know, that happens in basketball. And the players even said it. Like, you know, players ain't really trying to fight like that unless it's like real, real beef. Right. So that that it, it was it was crazy. It's crazy that 17 years later we finally get in the full story because as we know with media 
and the narratives and the power yeah. behind me that they just put out that clip. So everything that we saw was, you know, after the live event, it was edited clips and all right. and every, players and thugs and it's hip hop music and it's this and it's that. And then the dress code came right after too. Man, that shit was, I can't, now, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, we're going yeah, to tap tonight. back in Monday and I got to get your, your, um, your two cents on that, but that shit was wild. But it also made me remember how lit it had to be in Indy to be a sports fan at that time. Hey, look at here. I tell people all the time when I, when I first Man. like that Indy took me by surprise of how much fun, you know, obviously, you know, on my end, I was young, mm -hmm. you know, coming into a little bit of money. But like you said, like <clears throat> to, to have the Indianapolis Colts and Indiana Pacers and both of them teams playing at a high level, like you said, as a sports fan, um, I don't think it can get any better than that. Man, it, it couldn't because you had, you know, this was old, I think this was 2004. Like, yeah. So, obviously, you got, you got Peyton, Ridge, Edge, all, you know, that whole squad. And then you got a, a team with the Pacers who was contenders, <laughs> like, you know, legit contenders. So, uh, Circle City was probably going nuts. Back then, man, but uh, it was crazy. I actually saw a couple of uh, reporters that that we know they 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 made a little, little cameos on the yeah. dock, and it's gonna be interesting to see how because it's a lot of a lot of people how they talked about the players, but shit was wild, man. But I think they did a great job with the dock, um, and obviously the players they still, you know, hot about it because they lost a lot of money. You know, yeah. name was tarnished. Uh, you know, Jermaine O'Neal he he took probably the brunt of it. Yeah, our test, you know, he was still Jo was still was hooping. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he was he was he was one of them. He was that dude in the league. And that was kind of when he was, you know, he was the leader of the team. You know, Reggie was in year eighteen at this point. So, um, but yeah, it, it's I can't wait till you watch that man. But man. damn good, untold malice in the palace on to, um to, on to keep it. A to keep it a buck, shout out to the teammates, man, that, that went into the stands, man, and, and, and had his back and held him down. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you can't you you can't blame you can't blame him for that. I mean, in the heat of the moment, shit go left like that. That's that's we talked about it a couple, uh, maybe last week with the training camp fights. Yeah, like you know, your own teammates, your fans, other teams, it don't matter. Once your brother go in there, shit. We'll, we'll, jump we'll figure there. it out later. Yeah, For man. Sure, it's, well, yeah, it's uh interesting, man. What else? What else? What else we got going? Going down out here, man. Man, um, oh, hold on. We got um, this the thing we talked about a little bit on Twitter, yeah. and I and I was surprised at your take, being that you're the author of this book right here, right. <laughs> Better yourself, you know, y'all go get that inside the mind of the ultimate underdog. You know. Hey, so so this is my this is my so, take on that, right? <laughs> so <clears throat> from you said you felt bad for Dennis Schroeder, right? I, I for for y'all who don't know, Dennis Schroeder last season turned down an offer from the Lakers, contract offer four years, eighty-four million dollars. And a lot of people at that time kind of was like, hey, yo, that's a lot of money you turning down. Um, you know, as we, we most of us expected, at least for the Lakers to be in the finals, you know, injuries happened, COVID happened to Schroeder, things happened. He ended up signing this past week, one year, 5.9 with the Celtics. So I'm like, damn, like I, I legit feel bad for like that. I'm sick for bro. And AB was like, nah. Shit, you can't you can't feel bad for him. So I, I gotta hear why your mind you can't even feel bad for him. Obviously, you know, you got we got the model <laughs> better on yourself, right? Every, everybody mm -hmm. should, right? Everybody should, you know, better on themselves. Um, I feel as though Dennis Schroeder did that, right? Uh, he got to this point where he was even in a position to be offered that 80 million plus, right? Yeah. But within betting on yourself, you gotta be smart. <laughs> You got to be smart. So for for so for me, yeah, you did by yourself. But within that, it's gonna come some some times where you like, well, damn, like, all right, I took that L. That's the lesson to be learned. So I think he learned a valuable lesson. 
It's a 70 something million dollar lesson. I, I, that's, that's too valuable of a lesson for me. Hey, well, Dennis Schroeder got that lesson. So I can't feel bad. I, I can't feel sorry for him. You know what I'm saying? I, I wish him the best. I hope he goes out to, to Boston and, and balls and he's able to get another um another deal. But hey, <laughs> it was on the table for you. You said nah, you turned that down. So my brother, this is my big brother, Mitch, buddy making Mitch. He said he didn't put his play into his betting equation. You have to bet in reality. So, I mean, I, I think, I th I mean, he was playing well. He was, what, the third of the big three in L.A., you know, with A.D., Braun. That won a big three. I'm saying, okay, but if you had to, he, he was yeah, that third best. He was that third best player. Everybody else. He was that, th he was that third best player, so. Like I said, you you expected we're going to go in these playoffs, we're going to make a run, and then you know when you win a championship team, shit, everybody eats, man. So hey. he probably like, shit, I'm going to touch 100. We done seen some very average players touch 100-plus in the NBA. And, so and we I can't just act you. like, you know, he was just – we shit, Della Dover, after they had to uh, run with, with Braun, he went and got a 40-bag somewhere. I ain't I heard from him since. Miles got like the list goes on, so it wasn't that crazy to think like, okay, he, he gonna get better. But I feel bad. For, I ain't gonna lie, bro. That shit, boy. I be, I, I, mean, I, I, I be looking. Shit, I gotta see what probably what them bricks going for with Boston. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I'm with you, bro. I gotta I'm, get that seventy back. Sick too. I would be sick too if I had if I knew I had that deal on the table. And you know, I'm telling my agent like, nah. Tell them we're going to pass on that. I feel as though, like you said, we're going to make this run in the playoffs, then I'm going to eat. But situations are situations. <laughs> I think that's what you said. Hey, so. Man, that's that's a hell of a situation, boy. Hey, like. Ooh. Man. It, it hurt. I, I know he's sick. Bad. I know he's sick. I, I hope I'll be going out there in Boston and ball. Um, I, hmm. I don't see Boston really making a run like that, though. We we talked. No, I think they 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 window, um, they window closed, especially in that East, man. Yeah, With, you got um, the Bucks. The Bucks they just won one, so now shit. You got, they Brooke, you got Brooklyn. To... Shoot, Chicago made some nice moves. You got the Heat. The Heat made some moves. So um Philly. So who knows Philly. with them? You know what? You know what they're gonna do with Ben and get back for him, but. I'm sick. I'm sick for Cuz, man. Hey, man, he 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 be all right. <laughs> I'm sick for Cuz. I mean, hey, you know, hey, that's not to say you still got to better yourself, baby. And that's don't a fact. This, don't let this one moment discourage y'all. <laughs> so, so you still telling them, hey, man, if y'all if y'all got this, just know it's a, it's a caveat. Hey, better yourself, but but what? Better yourself, shit. Hey, hold on. Matter of fact, I got another book right here from my dog Courtney. You know, my, my dog's put out a book with buy it. So he, what is his book title? Oh, no, his, his, his book title is "Know Who You Are." So hey, you know we got. Damn, that's 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 tough. Damn, Stroder. But hold on, we got we got we got the dog in here, man. I wanna, he got uh, he got any input, any insight on this? Any thoughts on this? He's gonna have some interesting we insight. Gonna bring him in. We're gonna bring him in. Yo, go hey, what's up, fellas? How y'all, man? Good morning, man. I was listening and I heard the Schroeder conversation. And from a fan's perspective, for someone who never dealt with an agent, right? Well, uh -huh. How do you have that conversation after you signed for seven million? After y'all decided to turn down eighty million, you know, the the battle yourself is real. But the second book you just held up, I mean, that's got to go with it. Like you, your agent got to. How can you look at your agent and say, "How could you fail me in the market that bad?" I don't think the agent did. So which, the, which the market is what the market is. So. How can I now? I ain't the biggest basketball guy, but I understand. I mean, he, he just one average season away from being back overseas. If we're being honest, when you come <laughs> from that situation and you not a lot, that's a good there, point. They're not going to keep you around. I mean, we seen it all the time. It's three other. It, 
in the last 10 years, I could look up 10 different Dennis Schroders who came in from overseas, had a couple good years, and then they never got out the two-year deal. You how does how do you turn down 84 million when you are eight-point game season away from being back in Germany? Hey. Hey, for, for for the listeners, man, this is this is I ain't said an eight-point game back in Germany though. Hey, for the listeners, man. But here's this is my another guy, question, man. right? Now, here's another question. Was he sabotaged? Come on, man. How you in a locker room with LeBron and Clutch Sports and he don't say, hey, man, you better take this money, you fool. Or did they say, uh, all right, dummy, it's time for us to make another move? Do dudes think like that? I mean, that's a, that's a kind of, like, situation to situation. So it, it, it's your own person. And you got to have that conversation with your agent. At the end of the day, it's on you to pull that trigger and not And shit. He done been around for a minute. I think he's made, I saw something that said he's made 70 million. I don't know how, how true that is up until this point in his career. So he's been around. He's been around locker rooms. He's been around teammates. But shit, he just got some. I mean, hindsight always twenty twenty, man. Yeah, you know he and he was he was playing well, and like he said, shit. Maybe he just felt like this is my time to strike and get that hundred bag, and it may be my last chance. So, you know, looking back on it, it, it obviously sucks. But uh, you know, better yourself, man. He read he read his damn book. Hey, I blame I blame AB and his agent. You Dallas has him just signed for three million dollars, and he ain't going to play for two minutes the whole season. How he how he wake up at the same like <laughs> Eighty four million Udonis Haslam, man Udonis on the same pay scale at the eighty four million. Oh man, that's that, that's crazy. And I'm I'm a Heat fan. I love UD. So I'm gonna tell you, UD. They they should put my dog in the suit, man. And I understand. He said put him in the suit. They should put my dog in the suit. I I will I will play this again. Nineteen. So UD going to year nineteen, like yeah. you said, he ain't, you know, he he ain't gonna do. He gonna keep the locker room in, in, in order, exactly. and you know, yeah. it, it. So is it worth? Is it worth two and a half million dollars, three million? Yeah. Maybe, but I feel like Absolutely. you know, you you know, if you're a team, you trying to build a contender, like that, that spot could go, it could go to somebody. But you know, I I, 15, I, I ain't mad at. I ain't that mad at. fifteen spot though, like that spot ain't really. It ain't moving the needle though. Even if you do bring somebody on the team to take UD spot, that's not moving the needle. And as we we so, all we both we so all, all Miami three of us know how important that locker room. Miami resigned Jimmy to a max just now, right? Who who is that next person they get for them to get back in the finals? I, since y'all were talking about the free agency it, moves, like it, right, it, it ain't it ain't Kyle Lowry. I tell you that. I know a lot of people, you know, excited. You you you're not excited about that? Nah, you nah, know not what? at this point. Not at this point in, in Lowry's career. Um, nah, absolutely not. I, I don't feel like shit. Who we had? Um, who's who's they putting to us? Uh, not Kyle Lowry. I tell you that. I wanted to try to go out and get Dame. Honestly, who knows how realistic that was? But we need to put another superstar with uh Jimmy because. I, I, I ain't feeling too great going. I would I would have rather kept Dragic honestly over Kyle Lowry to keep it a buck. Yeah. But yeah, man. What else we got, man? Let me see what else. Oh, you seen an update with that? So that getting another. They said uh, Cowboys came out and basically said, uh, "Well, first of all, on the hard knocks, did you get a chance to check episode one out?" Nah. Oh, okay. What about you, Jesse? Nah, I ain't check it out. But I heard everything. I heard it was nothing but a love fest. You know, showing how much Zeke loved Dak and you know the recoup and everything. Yeah, they were showing a lot of the, yeah, a lot, a lot of their bromance, and obviously, you know, Dak being back out there healthy, but um, they had to pull him out the first couple of days because of some shoulder issues that um, the trainers were comparing to like a baseball injury, and they came out yesterday saying or last night saying, hey, you know, uh, it's no, it's not a setback, it's not this, it's not that, but don't worry, but Dak is going in to get another MRI today after practice, so obviously that calls for. You know, a lot of uh, you know, alarm there. So, how, how what you what you feel about that situation out with Dallas? Man, I just think, um, and this happens a lot. Where you know, obviously, Dak he missed a lot a lot of time last year with a significant injury. Um, now he has a shoulder issue, and you know, I saw some things where you know I missed the first episode, but on the episode, I guess he was just discussing how, hey, look, I've been out long enough. 
Um, let me get my reps. I'll let you guys yeah. know what I'm sure. But as we all know, sometimes you got to protect the player from themselves. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Fact. So um, as a trainer, I think they're doing a good job. I look, um, you know what you can do. Um, you battling this new injury. You know, you just got to chill a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So, again, I get where Dak is coming from. He want to go out there and prove that he's ready. He's back. He's ready to leave this team. But, again, you know, sometimes the team, the trainers have to protect the players from themselves. And I see this is what this, this, is, what this is right here. Yeah, so um, so hard knocks. That's what it was. He uh, it was like the first. You know they they had a catapult, and his 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 numbers were too high. McCarthy said so. He was like, hey, we gotta kind of scale back. And he yeah. was he was obviously upset about that. Like, hey man, I miss. I, I don't take me out this bitch. I want all these reps. Woody Wood, but like you said, definitely gotta protect him from. And then he ended up with a shoulder strain, uh, which that's 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 huge concern for me. We talking about the first second week of training camp, and you got shoulder. Yeah problems as a quarterback like we ain't even gotten a regular season you already took a year plus off from throwing um and obviously with what we dealt with with andrew luck and uh he showed the issues in camp when he was you know throwing different objects and all this different shit and they kind of let up the whole time like oh no 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 need to worry you know he'll be back by the season blah blah, blah. so if you if you if you a cowboys fan i'm hitting i'm hitting that panic button yeah till he out there Full speed, you know, no holdbacks. Nobody man, child, I, man. I, I hope it's not a major setback. I, I hope that, man. I hate it for that. Um, you know, because I know how, you know, how he wants to get back out there. So I hope it's not a, not in, it's not anything major. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, like if the trainer saying, "Hey, it's related to a, a baseball injury." Um. A lot of time, them, them don't look good. So how is so from in the locker room's perspective? If you guys are in camp, you know you believe in you can win the division because anybody can probably win that division. How are y'all in the locker room after camp? After you saying, "Uh oh, our hundred million dollar guy can't even throw thirty yards downfield." It's gonna get ugly. That's uh, like, how is the morale in the locker room right now? Do you think it's ugly? It's tough, yeah, man. Facts, because we we had a we had that same that similar situation with Peyton when Peyton had the neck the neck um the neck injury. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And it's like at that point in time, like we know every time we have 18, our leader at quarterback, we got an opportunity to make a a long run. So you when you shot. see. When you see that, it's like, all right, like every day he's like, okay, I hope we get some some better news. I hope we get some better news. I hope we get some better news. And again, to that point, I I hope that it's nothing serious. But if it goes the other way, man, Kerry Collins came in and stole three million for three games. And then, you know, shout out to my man. I seen um seen Curtis. Kerry came and got Kerry Collins came and got that Udonis bag and cleared it on y'all boy. <laughs> no man, but at least Adonis will run off the bench for you. You know, I don't hey. know if Curry was gonna do that for y'all. So, so to that point, man, I know, I know the organization, the players, the coaches, um, got their fingers crossed and hoping that this is is nothing serious. But shout out to Kerry Collins, man, Robin. So, so, with both of y'all being vets and understanding the business side of the game too. Is football such a big business that you are on the phone or you're in the room right now trying to find the best backup possible and no matter what cause? And is anyone on the board to get a quality backup quarterback? Is it that important? I mean, shit, it's hard to find one right now in, right. in August to find a quality because hey, we, we dealing with I'm this kidding. in Indy. Hey, you got one You got one down the street in the same state that yeah. you that you don't know what's gonna happen, D. Watson. Man, come on, so, you can't. You just, you just paid. Uh, come on, you can't do. You can't afford that. I know Jerry got the bag, but he, you can't. You got one forty. Shit, what? You ain't gotta give him no long term deal. But he already got a long term deal. You know, the rumor is that they saying ain't no way he played before October, November, October even November. Yeah, that, exactly. And, and then you got to deal with that. Yeah. yeah, you got to deal so, with that. Yeah. With that being said, how important is Tyrod? Right now for Houston. Nah, top shit. Tyrod is their guy going forward. I, I don't I don't see just D Watson taking another staff in Houston, period. 
Really? He probably he probably not gonna play in the NFL this year. I think he'll come back to the NFL, but I don't think he plays this year. If he does, I think it'll be halfway through. But back to that um that quarterback situation, ain't a bunch of quality backups, uh, you know, walking around. We dealing with that in Indy, you know. We yeah. you know we because right now we got Jacob Easton, who's a fourth round pick, who has no snaps under his belt. Sam Ellinger, who's a rookie, and then uh, we went and got Hundley, who's played a few yeah. games, but you know he's you know so it, it, it's tough for that, but. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, 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 it's the, for, to answer your question, that morale, it's gotta be, it's gotta be down, you know, guys are still, you know, trying to make the team or learn the playbook and etch out their new roles, but it's not like you got like a, you know, throwback Baltimore Ravens defense, or even like a coach defense that you can say, Hey, our defense to keep us in the game or win a couple games until our guy gets back healthy. Dallas, you don't know what the hell you got on defense right now. You got a new D coordinator. Your best player is probably going to be a rookie. So it's just so many question marks um, over there in that locker room. So it, it, it's shit. It's, it's, it's shitty for them right now, especially since they've been waiting so long for to get back there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so, going Ben DiNucci got to be the answer. What else we got, man? We got uh, Frank. I ain't, I ain't talked to you about this. Speaking of the coach, Frank Wright and Chris Ballard got extended in twenty twenty six. Great move. Great move? Great move. I feel like it's a great move, man. When you have a GM, head coach, um, on the same page at all times, um, they have the organization trending in the right direction, bringing back that um, that old coach vibe, man. So I think it's a great move, um, what the coach did, extending um, Ballard and Frank, man. I think it's a, it's a no-brainer. You got good people in the building, man. Keep them good people in the building and build off your culture. I agree with you. I agree with you, especially with Chris Ballard. Because Chris Ballard, he's 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 had a lot of curveballs thrown at him. You know, luck retiring out the blue, you yeah. know, after one of his best years and after being behind that line that Ballard built. Um, obviously, you know, Phillip uh, Rivers coming in for his year. So he's dealt with the curveballs drafting. You know, Darius Leonard, second round, all pro, locking him up. Quentin Nelson, Bray Smith, all these guys he's drafted and paid. Um, but when you start to look at the coach, you go over look at Frank, and you know, I, I like to put coaches on the hot seat just like players because players we on the hot seat every year. Yeah, coaches have been there a few years. We got one playoff win and what four or five seasons at point. Like, I mean, so he again, get extended through 26. I, I like Frank, I love him. I, no, I, I get you on that. I get you. The coaches got to be held accountable just like – I mean, everybody has to be held accountable. But then what you also have to take into consideration, I'm pretty sure they're doing that. Okay, you get rid of Frank, or you get better in that position. It's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, and I'm not saying get rid of I'm not saying that no, that's no, the answer, I mean, bro. When I see an extension kind of through 2026 – I, I, I get it. <laughs> when I see an extension through 2026, it's like, oh, okay. But – uh. But I, like you said, are you getting better? I mean, shit. I mean, no, the coach. But, but you ain't got Carson Wentz. So if you think Carson Wentz is going to be a long-term answer, I think Frank is a big part of that equation. So, you know, I get it. I get it, Jim. Sticking, sticking, with, sticking with the coach, though. Sticking with the coach. Mm -hmm. uh, it's been reports that Carson Wentz and um, Quentin Nelson are looking to try to be ready for week one. Yeah, like they, they said they're like, trending in that in that direction. In that direction, right? So we talked about this previously on on one of our prior shows where mm -hmm. you kind of see if Quentin Nelson could get back in time, right? Just being yep. that, you know, offensive line. Not saying that they don't move, but you know, I think you can kind of, you know, handle that playing that position. But with Carson Wentz, are you trying to rush him back? that early you know you have a tough stretch so i understand that part but you know we told them at first it was five to 12 weeks right so yeah that was that good this time. Time, it's, i think you're hitting five to six weeks are you rushing him back are you trying to get him back week one or um, what you trying to do in that situation I mean, he he misses so much time right now man with you already didn't have no ota you didn't have any otas Missing pretty much all the training camp. You know, I think you get him at least at least a week or two of practice. 
you know, just to you know, you just gotta see you draft the dude in the fourth round. You got you gotta go out there. You gotta go out there for a couple weeks. Now Quinn Nelson, I, even initially, I feel like they they his his thing was always he'll probably be back week one. Right. And you know, it's linemen and, and it's you know, and they, and they got they both show a good size. They were out of practice standing up, no boot, no wrap, no nothing. You know, right after surgery, so they probably had a wrap on there, but so that's a good sign. But I, I would take at least a couple weeks with, with my quarterback. And this has been a, an injury that goes all the way back to high school with him. So I would definitely uh, – I wouldn't rush him out there, you know, as fast as possible. But Quentin, as soon as 5-6 told me he ready, his ass back out. Get him out there. He got to try to at least protect whoever because they left tackle is a big question mark. I've been hearing, you know, Tevy been getting smoked all camp. And uh, I don't even know who's behind him, but they trying to shake it and get that left side of the line, you know, fixed up. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, Quentin out there. But I, I take a couple weeks with Carson, get him in there probably week three, week four. But, yeah, man. This shit, y'all know what time. Y'all, y'all boy, hold it down for, for a minute. I got to go, you know. My, my man got to take the potty break. Come on, man. I gotta, you know what I mean? I'll be back, though. <laughs> you need to put a brand up what you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put uh, put the put the uh, under... nah, nah, not yet. Let's uh, we can talk about that when you get back. Just put the um, the underdog up there. All right, bet, bet, bet. Yum. Sure, y'all know what it is, man. Underdog fantasy. Uh, y'all go download it. You know, you got the you can use the M A N code. Get your free twenty five dollars. Um, as we say, man, we're gonna be doing. Our fantasies all through the year. The best ball we got that locked in. So shout out to um, all the participants that's in the chat. But um, I, for, you, for the listeners, this is my man I, Cheese, man. Big I Cheese, like, I man. I like underdog because in Maryland we still don't have um, gambling yet. And underdog, you can actually gamble on fantasy. So underdog, and I like it. The app is easy to use. You know, and the odds and the numbers resemble Vegas. So it's a fun app to use if you're in a state that doesn't allow full, you know, gambling yet. Well shit, you 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 a big you big into to to dropping some numbers and, and, and shit like that. What's your uh as far as and, and even and even uh D Buck, he's big into, you know, over unders and the odds. Oh yeah, yeah. I love to follow Butt. I always I check his Instagram posts during the season to see what he want, who we gonna go with during the week. So NFL MVP, who you got this year? Give me your top three. All right, I think the NFL MVP, and this by I like Justin Herbert. Uh oh, D Buck probably go crazy if he heard. I this. like Justin Herbert, and uh, if I had to make a long shot, that he would be number one, and then. I know everybody loves to say Josh Allen, but one thing about Buffalo and playing, you get through two bad cold weather games and you heard a thumb seasons over with. You know, it's too many factors when you playing in a place like that. So I'm not yeah. gonna be a long shot Josh Allen guy. But if you a long shot guy, Justin Herbert, and then I hate to admit this too, but the boy from Tennessee, the quarterback. Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill. Yeah, you know, I, I'm as a you fan. Come on, just with them shitty ass hot takes that damn D Buck got. Ryan Tannehill ain't getting no damn nowhere near no MVP. Uh anytime, anytime Kirk Cousins can put together back-to-back seasons and make that type of money, any quarterback can have a flash year, and I believe that he set up down there in Nashville to have a flash year. I honestly believe. So. Well, I would never be asking you another uh, another football question with them down. Right, remember uh, this. Remember this. Come <laughs> um, week ten when his odds are down uh, that um a thousand points from where they are right now. Well, no, I mean, if he, I had to say has... Justin Herbert is my guy. That's my guy. Justin Herbert is your guy. Be but he's gonna love to hear that. With uh, Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee, I know you bring Julio in. You got AJ Brown, so I mean, you you could, he could definitely do some do some do some work. And I'm gonna tell you one more who has a chance of not winning MVP, but if you're allowed to bet on Offensive Player of the Year, uh, is the the running back for the Raiders, Jacobs? Is that his last yeah, name? Yeah, Josh Jacobs. 
because they love to always give him the ball. And it's hard not to give offense an MVP to somebody who scores 18 to 20 touchdowns. Another hot take from my man. Are, if I had to have all, nah, I, he's never going to win an MVP. But offense, if you can bet offense an MVP, Jacobs, Jacobs for the Raiders, and Herbert is the long Listen. shot for MVP if you're a betting man. It's the best you, you, on the you, you don't bet shit that's going on out there in, in Vegas if you ain't at a casino. J- Jacobs ain't sniffing an award. I ain't no official as him, but yeah. That's why I said, like, one one crazy cat get off the joke. We'll probably bring them to the hot taste to have another. The cheese come in hot. Hey. hey but I did hear Justin Herbert, though. Every time they're in the red zone, they run the ball. Because they the not giving they're gonna be eight and nine this year. They're in the division with Kansas City and shit. I like the Chargers to you know win 12 games this year. So real, speaking for real. of Kansas City, speaking of Kansas City, uh outside of the Patriots, them them runs don't last forever. And they can change in one year drastically. I mean shit. They, 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 Run pretty early draft. on in that run, though. They, they, that run is pretty. They pretty early <laughs> on in that run. What are they? Year three. This is a long time to be in championship games. I mean, we acting like this is a norm to keep on doing the thing. And when you're in a place again, like Kansas City, where if a, a weather pattern comes, you just one broken thumb from the quarterback hitting the helmet away but, from everything but, the way. That's also. I like I like Patrick Mahomes like this over ninety percent of the quarterbacks in the NFL. No disagreement, no disagreement. (laughs) But But I I think it's always the death of the dynasty and three championship runs. I mean, how many teams go four straight times? I know. I I, I feel you on that. I think I think the um, Chiefs got a potential to have a nice little run or or era like the Colts did when they had like. Because when you, at the end of the day, when you got a quarterback, you always ability, in. You always have a chance. You know what I'm saying? You always have a chance, and you know you got you got Tyreek Hill weapons. They're not gonna let him walk out the building. You're not gonna Kelsey. let Kelsey walk out the building. So when you got them three guys, like you, you always have a chance when you can put points on the board. So Kansas City, they they're gonna be in that talk for a few more years. Yeah, and they got they got better. They they all line got better. Yeah. And like you said, you 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 like and then I feel like they paid most of their uh cornerstone type players, Chris Jones, uh Honey Badger, Badger Kelsey, yeah. Hill, Mahomes, he got that 10-year deal so that they have that flexibility. You got um Eric BNB still calling the plays, Andy Reid, so they got everything kind of working for you. You got the Browns that's coming along, but they still got to do it. You got the Patriots who, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they are back in contention this year. Um you hype, you hype about that. The Patriots. So as you, you, you hype about Patriots, that. So as a fan, does like legacy does legacy go into the NFL? Like, you know, in college, like how a college legacy of a program propels you that you don't have slumps. Are there such things as like legacy? franchises where you believe they not on a bad slump, like you said, the Patriots, you fully believe they're going to be back in contention this year. Is it? A yeah. I mean, factor? part of it is about legacy for sure. How, how the, the organization is ran, you know, you still got mm-hmm. the same, obviously owner and it's been a class. <laughs> you know, I talk highly about that Patriots organization. They just sent me a 10 year old check a couple months ago. Shout out to the Pats. But they run their shit the right way, and you and then you got the continuity, like we talked about with Frank Wright and Chris Ballard and Jim keeping them in the building. You got that continuity with uh Belichick, who's been the GM and the head coach, you know, forever and ever. So how that program is ran, that's that's how it's ran. So that legacy and those people that are responsible, that's still in place. It's like going to Duke and Coach K still been there. Like that's just still in place. You're not depending on somebody else to pick up that torch. So, you know. I, you lose your quarterback. You don't have a quarterback. You don't got a chance. Cam wasn't – I don't think he was healthy. COVID, all this shit that happened last year. They went and drafted Mac Jones in the first round. So you got an insurance policy. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if, um, you know, if they back in contention, man. Hey, question for you, D-Butt. Question for you, right? So you played in you played in New England. So we mm-hmm. were having a, a discussion, right, with another one of our partners, right? Let me – I got a little 
Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers in New England, right? So you know, mm -hmm. run that time Brady went on, right? You know, six rings, Aaron Rodgers six. in New England with Bill Belichick and what he builds over there. The, just hey, does does do you think Aaron Rodgers could accomplish having six rings if he's over there in New England? You know what? what he had. I can't. I can't say that. I can't say that. I can't just give him that. I can't because shit. As you know, you know, like it's more than just now. Athletically, gifts wise, Aaron Rodgers got that. There's no debate there. I don't think, but. That mentality, like that, that locked in, that assassin, that knowing where to go with matchups, knowing situations, adjust, like I can't just say a guy would be able to do that. Cause shit, we just saw Aaron Rodgers. I feel like he was the reason, a big reason they lost this championship game, honestly, last season. So um no, I, I can't I can't say he would oh, if he was there, he would have won 10 or some shit like that. I, I can't give him that. No, nah, I ain't say 10, but so I, I won't even say he would have won six. I can't. I can't say that. I mean, if he's there, it'd be hard to bet against him. But that's just something like, yeah. I I, I can't. I can't just give him that. that that's six. You talking about six? Six? Hey, nah, bro. I can see if hey, Rod shit. He done had some. He done had some teams, some weapons. No, no, no. But what I'm talking about, we talk about teams. We just like how cheese acts as far as the culture, the team, like how the business mm -hmm. brand, how you know. You, so you just said that. Um, hey, Rod, maybe not even. Hey, Rod was the big reason why he lost. I just think it was horrible coaching. That game was it was horrible coaching. Um, not you know, letting the MVP go for two has to be the, the, the worst touchdown right before the half. That's horrible coaching. Like back, horrible. You know what I'm saying? So, so what I'm what I was just saying. That like, defense also put, had three turnovers though. You said what? That Packers defense also picked Brady off like two, three times in, in some big situations. Gave yeah, you know, A Rod they, short fields, extra possessions, and like even like like I said, the mental part. So A Rod right now, he beefing with the GM and like how that shit is running in New England. Like you got to be a different type of cat to be able to deal with that, especially when you're a player of the caliber of a Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. That I shit think probably wouldn't even I think last. You're proving my point though. What you mean? So what I'm what I'm what I'm what I'm saying to you is as far as like so you think A Rod would have won eight championships in New England, basically. I, I didn't say eight. I just said if you take Tom Brady, you remove him from New England, and just say hey, like an Aaron Rodgers or a Peyton Manning, and what what New England has over there as far as like what you're exactly talking about as far as the structure, the way shit is implemented, just the coaching ability. You know they're going. You, you come prepared every yep. game, whereas. Like I just said, like where A Rod was at last year, the coaching was horrible. You're beefing with the GM, so it's a lot of other elements. No, make, not making any excuses. You know what it is, but I'm just saying, like you, I think you kind of like agreeing with me at some point is that Tom Brady, obviously for one, you got to be great. You got to be different. Your mind, your mindset got to be, you know, wild a different way. What what New England that organization, how they're structured and how it's ran and what the culture is at. How, how the culture is over there. Mm -hmm. Just my point, like, you know, if A-Rod was there, you know, I shit, I thought, I think he would win six. But like I said, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a it's a tough That's tough. Yeah, that, that, you know that's, that's we talking about six, bro, that's, Super Bowls. It. <laughs> like, it is impressive. That's tough. And he was, what, in nine? Ten, uh, I mean, I think he was in yeah, he was he went to his tenth last year. So he's he, he seven for ten. It seven, ain't it ain't quarterbacks that got seven playoff wins. Yeah, and, I mean, nah, I mean, that's, it, that's, it's that's, that's, it was that's just a I can't I can't say that. Yeah, I it can't. It was a conversation we was having. I'll say three, talent wise, but as we know, talent, you know, that ain't you know, it's a lot more that comes with that. But um, but yeah, man. Uh, I'm. Hold on, let me let me let me it was like a like typing sounds or something had like some static when it's all three of us not oh, talking. The the it factor there you go. Uh Antoine doesn't want to give credit to the it factor. And I really believe and it goes back to how you said, you know, you had to be a certain type of cat to play in New England. And that's all part of the it factor too. I don't believe Aaron Rodgers can survive the Boston media. 
if things not going his way, you know, they're going to tear him up. He's going to shut down. And not crazy going take I, I, would, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. I, the reason why I do say that is because in Green Bay, even though the internet is around, as from a fan's perspective, you really don't know much. You know, you hear how he don't even talk to his mother, don't talk to his family, you know, cut people <laughs> off. Nobody knows. If you're in a city and you got reporters and you cut them off, don't talk to them, that, isn't that a different part of the life that comes in and can bring torture into your life? I mean, it depends on what Because he's not as moved to play it off as Tom Brady to have a wife like Giselle and understand how to play it. You know, somebody going to it, It's definitely a different – it's a different media market for sure. Um, for sure. And, and, you know, when you got that bigger – that market, you know, because Boston, that's a that's – a, you know, but every – I mean, that Green Bay Packers is everything in Wisconsin. Like, in Boston, you got the Red Sox, you got the, the uh, Bruins, you got the Celtics. So it's a huge sports um, – you know, sports town, so the, the, the pressure is different, but I I, I wouldn't say that A-Rod couldn't deal with that. And his off-the-field stuff, you know, I don't know how much they were digging in that, but uh but yeah, it's and, and shit. If if Brady's in Green Bay, I think Brady wins more than one ring to keep it a buck. If you just completely swapped him, I think Brady gets probably three out there. I don't know. I, I would I would I would lean more to A Rod getting multiple multiple rings in 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 New England versus Tom TB in Green Bay. That's just I don't, that's I don't me. think you believe that. I believe it. Believe it. That might be. You know what that is? That's, I think that's some Colts Patriots. That's some shit right there. But nah, I, not know, at I, mean, all. I get it. But at I the get end it. of the day, it's the utmost respect. You know, Tom Brady is the goal. But I'm just saying, like A Rod. It's like I, you, you, speak, you, you speaking on A Rod like A Rod ain't got that it factor like. Nah, he is. He he he. he that, we talked about A Rod on on this show specifically. Yeah. Like you talk about the talent, and that, it's no question. But you know, time's different, cause time is different. But like I said, like man, what, what uh, I just what, feel what as, I, got, I just man. feel as though. The total package, man, Pauls, as far as, like, the organization, man, it, it plays a big part in the success that, you know, people have, man. And I'm not – and, you know. Yeah. That's, this, that's, is a big, this is a big part of the success in New England, though, well, when Tom was there, is that Tom um, – because, you know, the dynamic is different in, in, in pro sports. And when you're that dude, like, you have to allow your coach to, be, to coach you. You got to allow your coach to check you in front of the team, call you out, uh, maybe sometimes even in front of the media. Yep. And, like, everybody, even shit, I played in two other players. I played in Carolina, played in Indy. That shit wasn't happening to luck. That shit wasn't yep. happening. T.Y. wasn't getting called out. Vontae wasn't getting called out. Me. Like, that, that's, you don't do that to your highest-paid players. But in New England, everybody getting called out. You got to be – your top dogs got to be able to buy into that. So that's a big part of why that shit worked. Just the same in, like, you know – Tim Duncan in, in San Antonio. Like, everybody can't play under Popovich and how he coaches and how he talks and all that shit. But you got Tim and he fall in line, shit, right. everybody else got to. So that I don't know if I can just say that, you know, everybody could have dealt. I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers couldn't have fell in line and been a good soldier. But, I mean, you got to be a different type of dude. You just got to really put winning above, like, all that other ego, all that other shit. And, you know, you know how it is. Everybody got there, especially quarterbacks. You know, they got there. Egos and shit. So, yeah, it's tough man. A lot of variables. No, nah, you right. A, you know, it's tough. Got? Y'all got any questions? I'm not being a homer, man. I'm just keeping it a bar. I love a rock. Shit, just different. That Tommy shit different. It is, but you know, how many times you pick Tom off? Tom was my very, very first first pick. I think I got like four times. Three or four. I gotta look good. That might be. That might be a high. I don't know who got that. I, I got him in Tommy boy. Oh six. Two. Maybe two. Oh no, six. Two. Two or three. Got a playoff on two. Nah, I ain't get no playoff. 
I dropped one too. I man, I dropped the I, I I literally dropped a, a Tom I, a pick six. Like literally when I'm going for it, I'm like, ain't no way Tom throwing this shit. Like and I just went back to shit that like and they have the play, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Why you ain't picked that? Yeah, yo. I um, the, the one small, I dropped, man, walking it was in man. It was in Foxborough. He tried, he tried me too. I dove for it, hit both of my hands. I, I man, go back sick. and think about how many picks I dropped, man. Them the ones you think about most. I would have easily had about high 30s. Tone said you got three off of them. Yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's three. Yeah, man. What y'all got, man? What y'all got before we get up out of here? Any questions for me, A.B., Cheese, our special guest today? My man, Big Cheese, man. Big My Cheese. My top on college, man. Clogging that thing up, man, so, so I can run that alley, man. What's the Scott, what's the Scott report on Big Cheese in college, man? Big Cheese, man. Big Cheese from B-more, man. Um, big time, big time recruit either way, man. O-line or D-line. Okay. Um, shit. Played as a true freshman, both sides of the ball. Damn. He uh, -huh. shit. D tackle man, unstoppable. Like like a Vince Wolford had three okay. guys. You know. So so cheese. Yeah, when y'all were talking about the Malice in the Palace earlier, if they was talking about the live, we were actually roommates, and I remember yelling. Are you watching the game? Like, turn the game <laughs> on because that shit was a, a college highlight that I remember watching a basketball game, the Malice in the Palace. And yeah, that was my that was my true freshman year. Yeah, that shit was yeah, wild. True freshman year. Yeah. That shit wild. Who else we got, man? Oh, good question. Does Vince Wilford make the Hall of Fame next year? First ballot. He should. He you should. gotta think about you gotta think about who's going, who's 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 up though. Who's all up? You still got um You got Steve Smith, first time. I don't up. think it's a stronger class. You might be able to get in it. You got on you got Andre Johnson. You and got then you got Andrew people who wait too. You still got Wade. Still got um you got Tory Hope out there, you got Reggie out there. Um, I'm trying to think who else was up on this on this list. Um, uh, um, Demarcus Ware, he's up. Yeah, I think Vince. Ware might fuck around go first ballot. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, I feel like Vince. How long did Vince play? I gotta. Vince played a while. Rob up too, right? You said Rob. Um, no, nah, I don't think Rob Bob this year. 2022, so yeah, he gotta be, cause yep. um, cause I, I I retired in 17. I think Rob retired in 16. So yeah, he he, he might yeah. be. I think he up. So I want him and Weezy to go in the same year. If he is up, what'd you say? If he is up, and I heard. But you say you think Demarcus wins first ballot? Robin Mathis got sack numbers that make you know Wes look pedestrianary. It does plan for the Cowboys have a better resume than even the numbers yep. say is because you quickly said first ballot, and from a fan's perspective, that and the Cowboys that's why that position. Robin Mathis won the Super Bowl and got better numbers but i wouldn't think of anyone saying first ballot that quickly like he did for where but shoot demarcus where he got a bowl and um in denver yeah he got yeah one that's too. true yeah, yeah. And, and that that I, the cowboy shit does factor in in my opinion i think so um hold on let me just type in something but if, if you swap, it'll be damn. That's tough though. I, I mean, I think Rock easily his resume easily says first ballot. I think um, you yeah, know, he strip all sacks, time, yeah, all time leading strip sacks. Like yeah, that's shit. That's that's like picks and pick sixes. Like that's a pick six for for a DN. So um, yeah. I think Rob should definitely get in. But that, I think the Cowboys thing um, definitely factors in. Um, yeah, that'll be that'll be dope if they both went in though. I, I wonder if they make Dre wait. They may make Andre Johnson wait. 
Yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because, like, you got to even think about Steve Smith numbers. Like, Steve Smith got some. They're going to make Steve Smith wait. Yeah, they're going to make him Kwan wait. Right away. But, huh? It, it, these receivers, like, we would remember, it wasn't even like a foregone conclusion that Megatron was going to go first ballot. Like, everybody who watched the game was like, yeah, he should. But, like, it was still kind of like, ah, because the receivers, but they made T.O. wait. Chris Carter, like, but you knew, you knew what, you knew what that was about, though. Yeah, true, but I mean, T.O. was like second on t- all t- all time touchdowns. Yeah. Like his numbers were like undeniable. We yeah, know the media course. thing, but of course, of course, Chris Carter, bro, this dude was top three, four <laughs> touchdowns. Like, so I think they're gonna make. I think the wide receivers, like you said, we talk about big game, big game. Tory Holt still waiting. Isaac Bruce just got in. Reggie Wayne's still not in. Yeah, that, um, that wide receiver position. I think the wide receiver, I think the, I think it, it was well, tough in general, but that wide receiver position might be one of the toughest positions as far as I think as it's guys, the toughest. Guys getting in, man. I think it's the toughest. I think before, uh, hold on. Uh, I think it's the most important role because as quickly as you guys said, Steve Smith. The numbers would say, well, when, what does that mean for a guy like Derek Mason, who no one would talk about? Him and Steve Smith numbers. We talk about football. Steve Smith, I understand, I think, the media, like you said, because Derek Mason got an argument if you make a Steve Smith argument. Yeah. Derek Mason's like that. Uh, he, yeah, he, doesn't, he, doesn't so, he, doesn't so, he doesn't get enough recognition, but – you got a flash. Drew, Drew Pearson just got in. He was 1970s all decade. And that. Yeah. Right. That receiver shit crazy. Hey, let's talk we'll, about this um, J.R. Smith. 13 and 5 Pro Bowls, two chips. Hey, I mean, that's that's nice. That's not. Hey, let's talk about this J.R. Smith real quick. Bet, bet. What's your, what's your thoughts on that, man? About to be an H, HBCU. Hey, he already enrolled um, to um enrolled in North Carolina A&T in Greensboro, the Aggies. That's where Tariq Cohen um played this college ball at. Um I, I you know, first of all, I'm I mean I'm happy that you know he's enrolling in the college. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously going to the league um straight Did out of high school. Out? Which, okay. Yeah, straight out of high school. So um I don't know how that works as far as that, you know, uh, college uh, eligibility. Yeah, but, that's, that's what he waiting on now. Yeah, but, I mean, I think that will be dope, man. Um, out there golfing, you know what I mean? Obviously, you know, retired from the game. I thought it would be a cool situation. Another one of them things, you know, shed light on the um, HBCU family. So, that's um, that's dope. So, I read some. I read somewhere they were like, them parties on, um, on campus going to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that shit gonna be lit. But uh yeah, I heard I heard I read somewhere that he is scratch golfer too. Oh yeah. So uh yeah, I mean see he's you know he played a, a long time and he's 35. Well he just retired, right? So shit, you talking about at least I think he played what six, 15, 16 years, something like that. Something like that. Um so he's probably been, you know, probably been playing for a while. But um if he going in as a scratch golfer. And uh, I, I don't know what the HBCU circuit looked like as far as golf. You would know better than I do. But um, I don't know. I know Steffi um, <clears throat> sponsored the golf team at Howard. Oh, that's Steph what's up. Curry. Yeah, Steph Curry. He sponsored the golf team at Howard. So I'm not sure what the lay of the land is uh, for real, for real. Of course, yeah, HBCU y'all, y'all, y'all but, bougie up there at Howard, too. Bougie? Yeah, y'all Get bougie. Get the best of both worlds at Howard, baby. <laughs> You going? I'm going out of that uh homecoming. You taking me to homecoming this year? So yeah, if, if you don't Delta, as long as Delta don't, you know, as long as Delta don't. Yeah, you got. Yeah, see, they got to see. They got a new variant out now. That new variant came out and touched the U.S. So. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about these variants, man. This is from personal experience. I had, as y'all know, if y'all, I had COVID a few weeks back, about a month back now, over a month now. And I was calling around trying, because this is when Delta, you saw Delta everywhere on the news. So I was trying to call and get my strain. Like, hey, you know, which, which I got Alpha Delta, what I got. 
And they was like, hey, they're not even testing for that down here. They're only testing like, you know, 10% of like all positive COVID tests are getting tested for the or sequence, sequence for the actual strain. So I um, mean they kind of guessing with the other one. So they, this this ain't the end of the, the strains. They're gonna keep on mutating. They keep and, um, they keep yeah, they're gonna keep coming, man. I feel like COVID gonna be around for a while, man. Honestly. I mean unfortunately. It's here. It's here yeah, to stay. It, it's gonna be around for a minute. We just gonna have to figure out how to live with it. But um yeah, man, make the best choices for yourself, your family. Protect each other. It's affecting the kids more so now. My a couple of my kids, two of my daughters got um got COVID when I got it, and um their their symptoms were milder than mine. Right. You know, I feel like I'm I'm gangster. That that Delta gangster too. But that's what I had. She had me down for a couple of days. But um, be safe. Vaccinated or unvaccinated, take care of yourself because these new variants are affecting the vaccinated as well. So, you know. Take care of yourself, man. Be safe. Wear masks. You know, if you're around a bunch of you know wash I mean? your hands. Grandos, wash your wash your nasty ass hands. Wash your body too, man. I've been seeing a lot of reports oh, coming out. Man. You know, people not bathing themselves, bathing the kids. Come on, that's, Come on, it's nasty, man. man. <laughs> Y'all too, too too old for that. Okay, man. Everybody want to come out with some some new some new man. I saw somebody said they don't watch their kids till they start stinking. You know how long it take? It take it, it, it probably take a couple of days, to, probably a few days for a kid to start stinking. Start stinking, right? Come on, man. But that yeah, man. Y'all go tap move. Y'all go tap into the uh, I got Pat, man. Yeah, man. Delta is. Plus and Lambda. Oh man, yeah, yeah. we about to have. About to be turning these and sporties out. Yeah, this shit real out here, man. Man. All right, y'all. Y'all know what to do. Y'all be good. Yes, sir. We'll be back on Monday. Peace. Out of here.